Hey, hey, so it's your girl, Jess, and I'm here with the roomie, Brittany. And so we're talking about what does it mean to be in a relationship and then prepare yourself for long-term commitment, i.e. marriage. You know, oftentimes we think that marriage is really blissful. It's a thing that we just do when we find someone who checks off all of our boxes. They seem perfect in all of these ways. And then all of a sudden we fall in love, bada boom, we are in a relationship and things will be perfect. But what we realize is in fact, that's not the case. That marriage is much more complicated and that it requires a very serious and in-depth sense of self in order for it to even be feasible or even stand a chance at being long-term. Um, so yeah, the last thing you were saying was that... So we were talking about the fact that, you know, it's just um, how, you know, Jess is saying, like, you know, how she's 27 and I'm 25, and how we have a lot of, we have a lot of friends who have been getting married, and, you know, how sometimes it works out and sometimes it doesn't and we were talking about the fact that I think that you need to have a lot of experiences in your own relationships first to realize kind of what works for you with another person and you have to learn about that other person and the way that they deal with certain like emotional distresses mm-hmm. in their life mm-hmm. and how that will work when you're together. Right. So we were saying an example, like for me, um, I had an ex who, you know, his dog died during the time we were together. And, you know, he just became very distant, very, you know, like he took a lot of that anger that he wasn't able to express out on me. And I realized, well, hey, like, you know, if we're going to be together in the future, Like, what if we have kids and, you know, something else happens that's even more, like, emotionally pressing for you? And how would you react towards me? And I feel like that's just a very Mm -hmm. eye-opening moment for me and how I uh, just, like, react with other people in those relationships. Because you have to say to yourself, you know, one thing you said I thought was really powerful and true was it's not just a matter of how strong is someone, what is their elasticity in times of distress and struggle, but more particularly, what are the specific types of things that make them stress, right? What are their triggers? Because everyone's trigger is different. The things that will lead someone to feel some kind of way about something, that will give them an onset of anger, rage, or depression, that thing may look different from person to person. And I think part of being in a relationship that can can be successful and healthy is learning that about your partner, right? So knowing upfront in advance, what are the things that I can expect that my partner will take to heart and that will potentially be something that they have to struggle with intently and we have to work on together, right? And how might that be similar or different to me? And can I actually deal with that? Can I deal with the way that they deal with stress? And as a collective, as a couple, is does that is it productive? Does it make sense for us? You know, these are some of the questions that are really important that we must ask ourselves when we're thinking about these long-term relationships. And I think a point that we mentioned was that typically when you get married earlier, you know, at the age of like 21 or 20 or whatever, like anywhere between before 25, I feel like is early, right? Honestly. And I think that people who get married around that age, they usually it comes from a place, from my experience, I see this happen to people who are, you know, really in love with the person. They think that they're really great for X, Y, and Z reasons. Um, but there's a way in which 
life has not been lived enough for you to actually know what it is you do not like and what it is you do like about your relationships. And you can only get to that place from experience and you can only get experience with time, right? And so I think like, you know, and this only comes up because as someone who's like 27, you know, in their late 20s, I look around and I see a lot of my peers already married or already with kids or in like very long ass relationships. And I'm single as fuck, childless as fuck. And I don't got no man. I ain't even dating. Okay. Okay. It's a struggle out here in these streets. Mm -hmm. But like I'm over, I, I can't lie, you know, for someone who usually handles her shit, I'm still like, wait. Is something wrong with me? You know, am I behind? Am I late? 27 seems like old in comparison to everyone, especially knowing when they started living their lives. And then I remember, you know, after talking, I'm like, wait a second, I'm actually on track, right? But like, what is that? What is that thing that makes us feel that we're like in competition, yeah, I feel like, like you were saying, and I think for both of us, because we're in the kind of schooling that we are in, a lot of people in my program are also yeah. married. Like four people got right. engaged this year. One person had a kid, you know, and you're looking around and you're just like, like you were saying, like, wow, like, why isn't it happening for me? But I just think that I think with the conversations me and you have, we're just very mindful of like the kind of person that I, I I can speak for myself that I want to become first because I really think that you can only walk into something long term if you have a really great sense of yourself and how we were talking about that emotional distress I feel like it's very important that you know about yourself what sets you off as well mm-hmm. and how you react because mm-hmm. if you haven't had a lot of experience either and you kind of take those emotions and like bring that into your relationship without actually knowing how you handle life stresses because life is hard for everybody. You know, like maybe, you know, you've had a lot of easier things given to you or whatever, but you're still gonna have things that happen in your life that you're gonna need to move through and move past. And if you don't know how to deal with that yourself and you bring someone else into it, it could just, honestly cause like mass hysteria and you're not going to be able to have like that kind of successful and fulfilling relationship that you would want with a spouse so you can have a family yeah absolutely and I think one of the most important steps from my understanding you know I have my mom has six kids they're most of my siblings are hella older than me I'm the youngest and by plenty right Um, And I've seen my siblings in their respective relationships and marriages. Most of them are married. Um, And I find it interesting. I I pay attention to the patterns of their marriages, the things that I notice about how things work with them and how they don't work for them. And I think that one of the most important lessons I think I've learned and have gathered from their own marriages is this notion that it's really important to spend time with your spouse like alone, right? If we're thinking about marriage as a goal, as a thing that we want to attain at some point, I think it's really worth stressing how important it is 
to be in a marriage for at least one to two years by yourself with your partner before the introduction of kids, like if it's possible, right? If you're coming into a marriage and you already have kids, that's a different story. You work through that and you work around that. But I think that there's something to be said about spending quality time getting to know the person that you have committed the rest of your life to, right? To, to go through thick and thin, good and bad with prior to the introduction of some like little mini demons, you know, <laughs> like they mini demons slash angels because they're sweet, but they also can terrorize you when children come into the picture it's a different story i literally spent three weeks with my brother and and sister-in-law in in montreal and they literally have four kids two-year-old six-year-old nine-year-old a 16-year-old and a fucking dog right so technically five kids because that dog is like three months and it pisses and shits everywhere in the goddamn (laughs) house and i'm literally there i remember they left me home to babysit like on a couple occasions and i'm legit like running between making sure that Jaden, the youngest one hasn't like destroyed the home and isn't tearing shit up but also running to make sure the dog hasn't shat down the couch like (laughs) or like bit into someone's bed slippers again you know and it's like the most ridiculous thing having to like run around and being a constant whirlwind of being responsible for so many bodies you know and it's a beautiful thing having a family it's great but also that's just mad stressful you know you can imagine having that like plus wanting to figure out and learn more about your lover Mm -hmm. it's so hard to manage and balance both those things at the same time yeah and like like we've had discussions before about really like even when you have kids i feel like a lot of people just let the relationship go Mm -hmm. and they live their life for their kids and the only interactions they have with each other is their kids and i feel like that in itself also is kind of like um it just doesn't help like to form a healthy marriage and to continue it because when you lose that bond that you had with your spouse, you're no longer in that marriage that you had. So like you're saying, you definitely need to have that time of just you together. Mm -hmm. And like you were saying, you know, yes, if you walk into a marriage with kids already, you still need to take that time to learn each other, to know each other. Mm -hmm. Because in reality, kids are going to leave the home. And then you're just left with, you know, this marriage that has fallen apart because it wasn't worked on and we've seen like literal examples of this already in our own lives right yeah Yeah. exactly and like i feel like that development as a couple together really needs to take place Mm -hmm. before you can even introduce kids but Mm -hmm. like you said you don't have that all the time yeah but it's the thing i think you have to make time for you do it's important yeah you have to prioritize it you have to prioritize if you can't make it a, a thing that happens before the introduction of children then it's totally a thing that we have to try our best to be most mindful of Mm -hmm. during the relationship because the day will come when these little like mini demon angels people persons become adults and they go live their own lives Mm -hmm. and start the cycle all over again Mm -hmm. on their own accord right and so what will happen to you right right and i think like a lot of people kind of like 
forget that. Like, yes, having a relationship and a family, that is like a goal for a lot of people for their lives. And I think it's a beautiful thing. I think it's a beautiful thing to have a family and have kids and have the dog and to have to, <laughs> have, all, <laughs> to have that all together. And it's great. But when you lose yourself as a person and you lose that relationship with your spouse, which is so easy to do because really your kids become your lives. If you're a good parent, that is what you do. You give up your life for your kid. But I just feel like doing so also you just lose the beautiful bond that you had with mm. your spouse from the beginning. Wow. And that's also very important too. Especially like, I don't know, I've heard from a lot of people like, you know, that they feel like their spouse just doesn't like take the time to care about them or anything. And that's important to a lot of people as well. And I just feel like, yeah, oh, sorry. I just feel like, um, you know, like we were talking about that marriage is a very beautiful thing, but it's also a very fragile thing as well if you do not work on it. And I mm. think that that's, that's relationships in general. Like I've never been married, and but I've seen this happen with a lot of marriages and I think that that's why we were talking about like really taking the time to know yourself, know your partner, and then to proceed from there. Because you can have all of like the ingredients that you think will work with a marriage. Like you, you know, this person has a great job, they have their head together, they have all these, they're attractive, they have all these things. But if you don't have that bond that you can get through thick and thin, you can get through anything together, it's just not going to work. Yeah. For sure. So I guess the moral of the story is, you know, for those of you out there who are in your later 20s and you're thinking to yourself, what the fuck do I got going on? Like, you know, you know <laughs> I eat those of you all who out here identifying with me and Brittany, you know, we're like, we don't got no man. We don't got no shit popping. We don't own a goddamn property. <laughs> You know, Lord knows the fuck we finna do with this this rental business that we got going on here. Fucking can't stand our landlord. Like, he ain't shit. You know? But, like, life low-key is, like, a shit show on the low. But you're also doing dope-ass shit. We were both PhD candidates. Mm-hmm. You know, we're doing our things, getting our doctorate. And we're beautiful and taking care of ourselves. Um, and that's important, too. And, like, that is... And so I think, like, I'm saying all of this to say, like, we not shit. Like, we're not simply not shit. We are more right. than that. And and I feel like also, like, I wouldn't say that this is... This is nothing against marriage. Like, we are not saying at all, like, I feel like one day I would want to mar- be married and have a kid. And Jessica feels the same way as well. But I think, like, we're just saying the fact that, like, if you're in your late 20s, like, it's okay to not have that person that you're been dating for like five years Mm. and you're not married you're not on track for that because Mm. I feel like the growth that you're doing at this level is so much more important than just rushing into something with someone else that you're not really prepared for yeah exactly and I think I think we need to remind ourselves as young people in our later 20s that it is important it is so significant that we take the time for ourselves to develop ourselves to invest in our own personal growth because that is a shit that lasts yo mm-hmm. that's the kind of shit you can't pay for mm-hmm. that's the kind of shit that money or status or degrees will not ever fix or can ever speak for you know 
who you are as a person, the ways in which you've come to learn yourself and to love yourself, that can never be taken away from you. And that will only turn out to be an asset in whatever relationship you eventually enter into. And it's better to enter into those relationships, I think, fully prepared, right? And we all have growing to do and we'll be growing for the rest of our lives. But I think that some of that major growth shit, a lot of that, who the fuck am I? What the fuck do I want out of the world? What are my ambitions? And what works for me? What doesn't work for me? What are my morals? And like, what will I not compromise on? Those things, a good chunk of that should be pretty much worked out before you say, I'm going to join union with someone else. You know what I'm saying? And I think too often we figure that shit out as we go. And that provides for a lot of problem and eventual catastrophe. And if it can be avoided, I say that, like, why not avoid it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with everything that you're saying. And especially, like, I think, like, there's just so much pressure on us as women, I'd say, at this age, too. Because a lot of people are like, oh, wow, like, you know, you don't have, like, a long-term boyfriend. Like, you know... Honestly, realistically, I have 15 years left (laughs) before, you know, my time runs out. And yes, like, I think like, you know, you can have kids. There's so many ways to have kids at, um, like with the way that medical advances have been going and like, you know, Janet Jackson had a kid at 50, not saying that I would want to do that, but I'm just throwing that out. It's possible to do. And I just think like we need to stop putting so much pressure on ourselves because Mm. of the way that society has changed. And a lot of people are getting married later. A lot of people are having kids later. And so I think like that development in that growth stage, like you said, is happening later for us Mm. as people because you know, like the growth stage of like finding yourself and stuff. Like a lot of our parents didn't go to college. They didn't do like all of this. So that might've happened earlier for them. But because we're doing college and then grad school and then getting our jobs, it just takes a lot longer. And I think we need to just stop being so hard on ourselves and putting labels Mm. on what ages things should happen at. Absolutely. Well said. That's real shit. I think... Moral of the story is, like, take it easy. This goes for, like, I'm speaking to myself here when I'm speaking, you know? Take it easy. Don't be so hard on yourself, Jessica and Brittany, you know? Know that where we are and you, person who's listening, you know, wherever you are right now is where you're supposed to fucking be. And I think basking in that, loving that, appreciating that is the best thing you can do for yourself. And I think, like, setting goals for your life and like actual things you want to do versus like setting goals for like the kind of life you think that you should be having mm. at this age is a lot more important as Abs- well. Ooh, say that. Say that, girl. Thank you. Yeah, no facts. Absolutely. You know, because it's one I think is grounded in kind of the pretension of where we ought to be and the other is grounded in what we like what we actually care about what do you personally care about what are you personally invested in and where are you in your life right now yes and what is actually happening because like having a goal for a relationship that's not necessarily like something you can do because you never know when the you don't have control over that right no control over that so i feel like developing yourself as a person and actually working on things you have control over will make you so much happier overall it's a better way to spend your time it is yeah you know do the things you can do and don't worry about the things you have no power over because ultimately if you work on what you can and what you have the power to work over 
everything else will follow suit. Mm-hmm. Word to my mama. All right, y'all. So yeah, that's the lesson for this podcast. We hope that you enjoyed um, and that you tune in for the next episode, whatever the hell that's going to be. <laughs> Live your best life 2019. Hashtag Audi.